Hey guys, it's Dijon here from Purpose Nation. I got Oliver and Sebastian Moy from the North Star Boys. And uh, uh, yeah, for episode seven of the Finding Your Purpose podcast, Oliver and Sebastian, do you guys mind uh, just, just introducing yourselves real quick? Yeah. What's up? Oliver Moy here. Uh, I'm the lead singer of NSB and leader of North Star Boys. I'm here with my brother, Sebastian Moy. What's up, everyone? My name is Sebastian Moy. Uh, Oliver and I, we're the founders of North Star Boys. Yes, sir. Also really excited to be here. Thanks so much, DJ, for having us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like just like Sebastian and Oliver, they both have like an like like an amazing story. And just like their their audience and presence online, it's like super huge. So yeah, like this is gonna be a great, like just like little episode. And yeah, it's gonna be lots of gold nuggets in here. So um, yeah, you know, like, let's hop right into it. <laughs> so um, I guess like let's start off with like where did you guys like grow up at? Like, like, like where did it all begin? Could you guys like walk me through like your childhood? Uh, that's actually really exciting to answer because um, currently we live in Los Angeles uh, with the North Star Boys, but we grew up here in Florida, more specifically Ocala. And I say that it's a really exciting question to answer because we are back in Florida currently. Um, we're currently at in uh, Orlando. So it's really nice to spend some time back in the home state. Uh, how do you feel, Sebastian, to be back? It feels great to be back. <laughs> um, it's just amazing. It's very nostalgic to be here. Um, and we just love it here. This is our hometown. So it's great. Oh yeah, I love it. And I know like uh Flor Florida Cali beaches, which one's better? Just like <laughs> tough one. I know we love them both. <laughs> uh, I would say, I mean, there's pros and cons to both of them. Uh Florida, it's like it's just nostalgic, like Sebastian said. But I really dig Malibu Beach. I love that beach. It's nice. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a yes, yeah, that's a beautiful place. I have to, you know, just go back. I'm I'm right here in Utah, so so yeah, you know, like California, especially <laughs> Florida. Uh, Destin has my heart. That's where I grew up at. So good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as far as like, I guess like growing up, like, what did you guys do in like your free time? Like hobbies. Yeah. So we we actually grew up homeschooled. Um, we didn't have a lot of social social skills growing up because we didn't, uh, you know, take the approach of your your normal kid. Uh, we didn't do a public school. We grew up homeschooled. And it, it was, uh, we think it's a blessing because it was able, it enabled us to be able to be passionate and learn about things outside of your typical subject. Um, so it was really good. And we learned entrepreneurship at a very early age. So that was very helpful as well. And um, so that was pretty much the sum up our childhood. Um, I played a little bit of basketball um, just in our backyard. And uh, we filmed a lot of videos with my, our older brother, Alex. Uh, we did like special effects videos like lightsabers and stuff like that and nice that's like how we learned our early stages of content creation and how all the editing programs work how to work your camera all that good stuff so yeah we learned all this stuff at very early ages so it was very nice two and fun facts about our uh really quickly two fun facts about our childhood actually mm -hmm. um we grew up playing chess oh yeah nice. and uh, that's one thing that we were able to take with us even nowadays me being 21 years old and Sebastian being 19 years old mm -hmm. uh, we play chess all the time still and another fun fact is that before getting into music writing and song creation um, and producing all that I actually found a a small little uh, sparking passion for poetry mm -hmm. um, at age of 10 and that's what got me into uh, songwriting nowadays so um, mm -hmm. we're really grateful for our mom and dad for raising us the way they did because uh, we're able to focus a lot of our attention and time on craft stats. I would say um, being in public school, we may not have enough time to be focusing on those crafts. 
that's why I love asking that question because like it's crazy because like, I too was homeschooled as well and that's how I got into like YouTube <laughs> like 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 in middle school but um like I love asking that question because like if you look at our people at like like you know like right now like today if you look at their childhood you know like that's like a sum like we're at where we're at today because of, like the sum like results of actions we did like back in our past so that's really cool as far as like how like all those skills and just like hobbies and things you guys did growing up how it's like just like play like a big like key role as far as like like where you guys got into today and um i heard uh oliver uh was that right oliver correct yes oh oh i'm sorry i mean sebastian <laughs> my fault i got you guys mixed up there for a second um you 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 mentioned something about like entrepreneurship can you like dive a little bit deeper into that about like you got like a little like like your feet in the water yeah as far as yeah, that so, um um at very early ages um we just saw our family build some companies um from the ground up um, production companies and whatnot. And it just taught us a lot about, you know, the ins and outs of business and how it works and sales and all that good stuff. So um, I, I think we're very fortunate to be able to learn that at an early age. I think it's, uh, it can take in a lot of key components in, of um, education in, in this kind of field. So uh, we learned that at an early age and it taught us, you know, just the basic skills of how we can start our own stuff, which eventually we got into. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, uh... So like what got you so what got you guys like started as far as like just like posting content like uh online like seriously could you walk me like walk me through that Yeah so we started social media Sebastian and I we started together about 6 years ago and before that so we were actually not allowed to have social media um mm -hmm. growing up homeschooled we were uh we had a fair share of being sheltered um you know away from the the real world out there uh, but um, one year, uh, our mom allowed us to download Instagram. And uh, for Sebastian, he has a little bit, uh, he's a quirky little story for how he started <laughs> Instagram page. And it ties into, you know, entrepreneurship and the business side of us. Uh, but I started off on Instagram posting photography photos, actually. Mm. Um, my little niche was posting sky photos. And then nice. that's what got me into photography and videography. And then sooner or later, I started posting about myself and sharing the world um, to the, the big 12 followers I had at the time. We love um, it. <laughs> that's Oliver Moy enjoyed doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I started posting about um, YouTube videos on the things that I enjoy on a daily basis, whether or not it's chess or uh, it's business with my brother Sebastian. But Sebastian, go ahead and share how you started your Instagram page. Yeah, so I think uh, it's interesting going into social media, especially when you don't have uh, any friends, because social media is usually, you know, that place you go to connect with people. But when when I first started social media, I didn't really have anyone to connect with. So the only people that I were looking up to was, you know, influencers and, and social media stars, YouTubers and celebrities alike. So that's kind of like the niche that we uh, initially took with social media. So we didn't really go that, you know, uh, your typical route that people first download Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook and yeah. just talk to their friends, stuff like that. Um, I just went straight to video creation and, and photo creation. So sharing our life. And um, we were um, inspired by a lot of people on Musical.ly as well. I'm sure you might be familiar with that app. Oh, yeah. Nine, um, yeah, all that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did all the nine yards. We made the videos. Yeah. <laughs> we did a lot of live streaming. And uh, it just kind of, you know, opened up our eyes to uh you know a lot of people started following us and then we we're like wow you know i considered my followers and my fans to be 
um, my biggest interests. They're like my, my best friends almost, you know? So every day, whenever I, I did a live stream, I talked to them and they were like the people that was there for me. So that's why I uh, have a deep place. They have a deep place in my heart. Actually, something that's really cool that I would say none of our fans and none of our supporters even know about this because this was before even everything Sebastian explained. But um, one thing I found that was really cool about Sebastian when we first started social media and something that I even looked up to as an older brother is that Sebastian, uh, he had a, this little brand for himself called Sebastian Knows. And nice. uh, <laughs> a lot of business people such as Grant Cardone. And, um, and it was really cool to see Sebastian at, at like 14 years old kind of, you know, take business into interest. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that's something that I, I always thought that was cool. And uh, nowadays, you know, Sebastian and I, we, we run seven businesses right now. Um, wow. And, yeah. And we're very happy to, and I, I would call it a blessing, even though at times it could be stressful, obviously. Um, it's something that uh, we enjoy doing and we would not trade what we do for anything else in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like when you're definitely like just like doing like uh, something you like truly like have a passion for. And not only that, but uh, Sebastian, Sebastian, he was talking about like how like, you know, like the, the impact of the community. We're going to tap into that a little bit later, but like just like just like all that stuff combined, like sometimes you just hate sleeping at night, you know, <laughs> just because you just want to go up, just like just oh, yeah. keep posting more content or whatever, you know, and just like making an impact in the world. So I love it. <laughs> so um, was it uh, musically correct where you guys first got started? As far as like, could you walk me through like, um, I guess like when, as you're like building that initial like fan base, like what was the time frame as far as like, I don't know, the first, the first 10, 100, uh, thousand, 10,000. Could you walk me through that? Yeah. Um, what was it? 2018? I think it was 2017, 2017, 2018. I think it was those years, uh, when we were starting to catch a little flame and catch a little spark on social media. Um, and I remember, hitting my first 100,000 followers on Musical.ly. Um, it was a very big accomplishment for me, but it was, it felt like only a start. I, I was never, you know, it was never like a final goal that I had. I had a lot of goals written down and whenever I hit them, I create a new goal. So it was always like, I always want to become better. I always want to achieve more. Um, but it, it's amazing to see, like you said, the community that we were building around us. And even at an early age, it, we didn't, I guess I suppose I didn't get the full grasp of what it was, but it's really amazing to see it come to life now. Mm, yeah. And, and also speaking about goals as well, one thing that I want to share with um, everyone who may be watching this podcast and uh, has an interest for social media creation and content creation and becoming an influencer or even a business person themselves is when you're starting something such as social media, structure and discipline is, is so important. And that's one thing that we're able to learn from our mother growing up at an early age. Um, so when we first started Musical.ly even, even as something as simple as Musical.ly, we had a very hour to hour schedule when it comes to our day-to-day -day life. Um, I would wake up at 7.30 a.m. and go live at 8 p.m. or I mean 8 a.m. And uh, we'll do two hour increments on our live streams. We would, we would each go live for eight hours a day. And uh, wow. so into 16 hours so when i'm live streaming sebastian's making content for musically and taking photos for his instagram page and when i would end my live stream that's when sebastian's live stream would start um and then we we stuck by that kind of formula for two years every single day um including thanksgiving and christmas our, our mom hated us for 
for going live on this. <laughs> but it's something that we just love to do. And it was in our blood. You know, after a while, it became a routine for us. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say that to anyone who's watching this, if you guys are interested in, in starting something of your own, and I would say this goes beyond social media as well. Mm -hmm. um, structure, discipline, it, it takes you such a far away. Mm -hmm. It's funny because like every uh, like last week I was interviewing a TikToker. She had like four million followers, and it's crazy because like like you know like everyone that's like you know like have like a big following on like social media. Um, they're like 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 she was posting like she did like reactions, fifteen videos a day for two years straight. You know, <laughs> just insane. You know, like it's just just insane. Like discipline, structure, and more importantly, passion and community. You know, when you add all that together, you know. I think that's like the like like the big recipe for success. So that's cool that you guys had like your mom to look up to as far as that, and you're able to just kind of have that as like a foundation as far as like just like getting to you guys to where you're at right now. So um, I guess that brings me to my question as far as like you know like uh, what what's like how was like the North Star Boys like like made? Could you like tell me like the story behind that? Yeah. Um. So it was actually it came from a dream that I had one night. Um, I, I did a, we've always been very fond of K-pop groups and C-pop groups and, and boy groups alike. And I came, just a random dream one night and it was starting an Asian American group because we, there weren't any at the time. And I, I don't believe there are many now either. Um, so it was the first of its kind. So I came to Oliver, of course, um, and told him about the idea. And it was very ambitious. Uh, we had to build a plan. We had to put together a pitch deck, find the investors. Um, put together the team. We had to find, you know, the the group to be involved with it, and many other partners. And it was uh, amazing to see this project come together because there was a lot of instances in this journey where something shouldn't have worked, but it did. Mm -hmm. So it um, is amazing to see like everything just come together. And there's a lot of miracles that I would say, um, and that brought us here now. And you know, this is only the start of it. So we're mm -hmm. we're very very excited to see where the future is going to take us and we have a lot of really cool things that we're working on um but that was kind of like the start of of the, the north star boys project i didn't realize how much like logistics went into it like on the back end as far as like the startup as far as like getting partners like what were what i guess like what was the role of those uh uh i guess like those partners could you dive deeper into that there so we were talking to uh, a couple potential partners uh, for North Star Boys because, you know, um, of course, anyone could think that they could do everything themselves. But one thing that Sebastian and I have learned throughout the years is that when you work with like-minded people, focusing on the same goal, number one, it's a lot more fun to, you know, work on that project together. But it's also, it's, um, it's more effective, you know, when you have other, other brains that is passionate of the same thing, coming together, bringing ideas to the table, you know, you see a lot, you see the flame grow a lot faster. Um, and uh, we're talking to some business people uh, that we were able to, you know, get in contact with throughout the years. And we kept running to the same answer. It was, wait, it's just wait, you know, um, put some more thought into it um you know come back with a better pitch deck and stuff like that um and, and then we met uh i met tyler in los angeles and tyler was um one of the first partners we had for north Star boys and i can mm -hmm. never forget this tyler uh his he's also well known for manager Tai. he is the manager for north Star boys mm -hmm. um i can never forget this but i came up to him 
and I uh, presented him the pitch deck and I was telling him the idea of North Star boys and how we're going to call our, our fans and supporters stars and, and what North Star even means to North Star boys, our mission mm -hmm. statement, our vision and everything. And Tyler just, he just grabbed my arm and said, where do we start? I wasn't even I happy. <laughs> I was like trying to flip through these pages really quickly. And he was like, Oliver, like, where do we go? Are we going to go to Los Angeles? Are we going to go to Texas? Where are we staying at? Mm -hmm. I looked at him and I was like, and, and it's like that moment. You just feel like this is the person I want to work with. Mm -hmm. you know, it's someone who is as passionate into the project. Someone who, you know, um, <clears throat> loves the idea of North Star just as much as us. And uh, from there, we just... We just started North Star Boys and uh, we are here now a month or a year and almost a month into the project now. Hey, happy, uh, happy first anniversary. <laughs> wasn't too far, uh, wasn't too long ago, but I love how like you guys are just like super persistent. And not only that, but also had like, uh, you had the vision, you know, <laughs> and like, um, um, like I've had like kind of like my delusional dreams too. You, you know, you guys had your dream as well. And, um, you know, like it may seem like uh unrealistic for other people you know but when you find that right person that has that's like a good fit someone that like uh kind of like is on the same page as you they see your vision as well and they can help you get there like you could do just like amazing things you know Absolutely. how long how long did it take you to find Tara? like how many people did you have to like partners you have to go through as far as like um interviewing process like how long how long was that yeah um it was we were meeting people as we were kind of creating the vision for it and like oliver said there's a lot of people that almost everyone that we talked about it were interested it's just mm -hmm. the commitment that um people were struggling with you know because like i said it's a very ambitious thing to create um and it's not your typical uh startup business <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so we're like okay you know we'll, we'll uh entertain the idea we'll get back i'll get back to you in a couple of weeks but i was like you know if we don't if i don't take advantage of this opportunity now someone else is going to do it first mm -hmm. um and, and especially with the rise that was happening at the time of Asian Americans, there's Squid Game that was coming out. There was all this stuff that was mm -hmm. happening. Um, and there was just so much potential for us. So I was like, I needed to find people now that were very interested and people that we knew were the right people to partner with. So it did take a lot of, um, it did take a lot of networking, network events. It took, you know, hitting up people on my phone that I haven't talked to in years. It took traveling to a different states to go meet people for the first time, mm -hmm. you know, and, and talk about the stuff. So it, we were really on a, on a grind and a mission. And at the whole time, we were still building the projects as we're going because I just knew I had a flame for this idea. It was just a matter of making it come to life. And like mm -hmm. I said, like when it came to the miracles of this happening, it, it all just came together. Like, you know, mm -hmm. so, so that's kind of like how, how the process was for finding the people. But we went through, to answer your question, we went through probably maybe... Um, maybe 20, 25 people that we talked to before we were able to find the right people. Um, I don't know if that would be considered a lot or a little bit, but um, you know, it was a lot of conversations. So um, it, it was, it was a grind. It was a hustle for sure. Yeah. I forgot who said it. Was it like Alex Hermosi or whatever, but like after like you get like a few rejections, it doesn't, you don't feel it anymore. You just keep on going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So um you onboard your partner Tyler. When did uh the rest of the North Star boys came along? I see uh, Justin, Ryan, Kane, Darren, and Reggie, and all of uh oh wait, yeah, Oliver's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we also we flew down to Texas. Um, I DM'd Justin on Instagram um because I saw that he was hanging out with a couple of his friends, which are also in the group. And uh, we flew down to Texas to go meet with them and just to hang out and feel the vibe. 
Um, and they did not know at all of what we were trying to put together. They just thought it was like a hangout session. So, you know, we went to go meet with them. We really felt the chemistry, um, which is the most important thing. You know, you really want to have a solid chemistry with the people that you're going to be living with. So that's yeah. very <laughs> um, And half of them had plans to do college. The other half was in jobs. And then um, here comes, you know, little Oliver and Sebastian running through and you know, telling about this idea and this dream. And it just so happens that they had similar interests and dreams as well. So um, they all just, we, everyone in this project honestly kind of just dropped what they were doing in life. And we all just moved down to California in a matter of a week and a half, two I, weeks. I love it. <laughs> it was crazy. Like you, you don't just see these things come, come to life. You know, we talked to parents uh, about this idea and make sure everyone's comfortable with it. We had yeah. to make the whole structure, book flights, get Airbnbs, all that stuff. It was, How it was, was the parents' conversation? I know my folks, they were like, you're crazy. Bro. <laughs> like, I know you got a story. <laughs> when, you, when you talk to them, it's like, uh, you know, most parents don't even understand social media that well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it was it was some long conversations and, and it took a lot of trust, which I'm glad, but we built a really good relationship with the parents of the groups and um, everyone is kind of just all family now. Like uh, this weekend, literally this weekend, since we're in Florida, I'm about to take the whole group and we're about to go meet my mom now. So I've, mm -hmm. I've met, I think everyone's parents are ready um, in California, even in the Philippines, we're just in the Philippines and meeting Reggie's family in a whole different country. It's just mm -hmm. amazing to see. And everyone, you know, really believes in this project and they're really proud of, uh, the parents are really proud of their kids as well to see what we've accomplished in such a short amount of time. So uh, relationship there is really good. I love it. And uh, as far as like uh, uh, the rest of the group, um, did you like did did you like already know them? Was it like through like just just kind of like referral and like what were their uh, followings at the time and their backgrounds? Um, so a lot of them didn't have a, a very big following at all. Um, I don't they they never really took social media seriously, and I, I don't think that they even um would know. I don't know. We I met I mean, we met them all together. They were already together as a friend mm -hmm. group. So it, um, they were all down for it. So, nice. it was, you know, like I said, it was amazing to see it. Yeah, it all um, just worked out. Some of them ranged from five to 10,000 followers on Instagram, um, maybe 15,000 followers here mm -hmm. and there. Uh, but now they're, they're all, they're doing so well. Um, they're, they're surpassing numbers that uh, surprise us even, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I, I would say that that is the power of the stars. Uh, we owe everything to them. And it's because of, such uh, the stars and and what they have done to the fandom and the community mm -hmm. um they, they've built so much within uh the fandom stars that uh they're so strong and passionate and it's the most beautiful thing to see so everything we do in north star boys we owe it to the stars and we dedicate everything we do to the stars so if there's any stars watching this thank you <laughs> <laughs> i love it so uh... Um, you know, like being in a group, you know, there's, you know, there's going to be like pros and cons. Could you guys like go over, uh, uh, just, just, just kind of go over that. I'm not trying to make it kind of like a negative vibe, you know, but just like, you oh, know, like, you know, like, yeah, just like, like knowing the logistics behind like being, being in a group and all that stuff. If there was anything negative, I, I would be honest and I would tell you, but, um, everyone here is there were best friends. Actually, I would even go and say that we're family. I think the, the worst parts the biggest con we have is the dishes. It's <laughs> <laughs> for real, like random moments that throughout the nights would just be, uh, I guess, getting a 
bowl of cereal and the boys and I, I even would just leave it inside the sink uh -huh. and have a fat load of dishes for the morning. Um, but it's all good though. It's, it's nothing too big. Um, yeah. but there's so many pros that's outweigh the cons to be honest. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's amazing. It's like, this is our, our new family now. Um, we've been living with each other almost every day for the past year. So it's been really nice. Mm -hmm. And just to like list out some of those uh, pros, you did mention like, you know, like best friend, family. Is there anything else as far as like a pros? Of course. I mean, um, you know, a project like this takes team effort um, mm -hmm. and teamwork. So um, just kind of working together is an amazing thing to see, you know, when you have a a ton of people in a house just running around getting work done it's amazing and it looks like uh you know we could be very efficient at times so uh it's just amazing to see it. you know everyone believe in a project and work really hard dedicate our lives to it um so i would say that that's it's a huge pro you know see that on top of that even uh content creation it's always more satisfying and more enjoyable creating content with people around you that have this burning passion for the same thing as well mm -hmm. Um, so I would say that that's a big pro in my eyes to be able to wake up every single day and go downstairs and, and you know, see six, seven, eight, nine people in the same room wanting the same goal in life. And that is to inspire, inspire other Asians out there and mm -hmm. to, you know, make this dream into a reality that we all that we all share. Mm -hmm. I love it. And uh, within the within the North Star Boys. Uh, you guys, you have like your, uh, you know, like you guys got that big goal you're, you're, you're working towards. Um, how do you make, uh, I guess, like, how do you guys make a group and, and, and I guess, like, make decisions? Uh, you know, like maybe like half of the group wants to go like this way on this project or the other half wants to go on like this way in this project. How do you guys like, uh, like, like overcome those uh, hurdles? A lot of the decisions we make in North Star Boys is uh, it's a team effort. Um, and at first it was a little different to be honest, um, because the, the members of North Star boys, they were so fresh and so new in social media that they really trusted Sebastian and I, when it came to, you know, decisions in what we do for social media. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but now that we are one year into the project now, to be honest, they've grown so far into their own unique personalities and and such as that, that I, I trust them in, in their own opinions. And uh, I take what they say into consideration when it comes to the direction of North Star Boys. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, it really down. is a beautiful thing. It, it is. It's amazing to see um, a group effort when it comes to ideas and decisions. We've had a, a <clears throat> countless amount of meetings and brainstorm sessions. Uh, we started off the first few months doing a 9 a.m. meeting every day. So every single 9 a.m., we would all come together. We'd pull out the whiteboards. We'd do what we need to do with the laptops and just kind of uh, brainstorm, come up with ideas, um, see how we can always improve. And when, everyone, when a group of people come together um, that have a similar goal in mind, it's amazing to see you know, everything kind of fall into place. So everyone does bring a lot to the table. It is a team effort, team collaborative. And um, yeah, so it's... It's been it's been really good there for sure. Mm -hmm. Shoot, where do I uh, like submit my application to join? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, come on, man. man. 
LA is only what 10 hours from Utah from where I'm at. So, hey, man, you guys live in a good life, man. I thought it was going to be a good life, but man, <laughs> that sounds so amazing, but, but nice. So I, so I guess like, uh, if you guys had to put it in like a step-by-step, um, uh, you guys kind of already like went over it, but like, if you had to put it like step, like one through three, one through five, like, what would you be your steps as far as like anyone else looking to create their own, like, uh, a group, kind of like something similar to what you guys are doing? I would say it's, it first starts with the passion, you know, of why are you, why are you doing this group? And then number two and three, I would say is the mission statement and vision. There's a lot of, uh, and not to knock any groups down in any way, but I, I have seen, since we've been on social media for six years, we have seen so many groups come and go. And I would say the reason that a group doesn't stay is because they never had a mission statement or a vision to begin with. I mean, uh, if you just look at our, our name alone, North Star Boys, what is a North Star? North Star is a, an end goal. It's a vision. Mm-hmm. Um, so the biggest advice I would give people is to find your North Star. You know, what, is, what, is, what do you want to become in life? What do you want to achieve? Um, and it all really just starts there. And then from there, you can always work backwards and, and make it come to life. Another thing I want to share as well, I think this would be like the fourth implement, implementation on starting a group. It would be culture. Um, it's so easy to fall under the trap of looking for the numbers. Oh, we need, a, we need followers. We need likes. We need this and that and this and that. But if you don't have the culture to begin with, when it comes to the internal people, the, even the media team, even the people behind the scenes, like if there's no culture implemented, then there's no drive. There's no, you know, media team members or talent members or managers waking up in the morning and even saying that I am, I'm here for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that, that would be like the fourth thing that you want to put together is, you know, the, the culture and, and building this culture to be comfortable, to be enjoyable, mm-hmm. to be family oriented. You know, you don't want, you know, you don't want problems happening within the group mm-hmm. because uh, things will fall short so fast and so easily. So okay. that's one thing that I appreciate um, every member and, and honestly, every single person within North Star Boys is that um, even though I'm 21 and Sebastian's 19 and our members are the same age as us, where we're all, you know, mature to a certain extent. And, and, you know, in our YouTube videos, we like to have our, our childness selves come out into our personalities. But when it comes to friendship and relationships amongst the group, we take that very seriously. Mm-hmm. And whenever there's a problem that happens, you know, um, the members, they, they take care of it right away in a very mature, mature way as well. And that's something that I respect amongst everyone in this group. Mm-hmm. I love that. Just kind of like how you guys know how to like, um, know when it's fun time, no one's to be serious, you know, that's, that's, that's like a big thing, just kind of having that balance. Uh, one question um, uh, that came up to me um, was like, how did you guys come up with your name? Because I know, because I know, like when it comes to, like with names and logos, you can't like um, come up with the stuff like right on the spot. It comes by inspiration, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like- <laughs> I, I wish. I wish we have a list. Uh, we might have a list somewhere of other names we were gonna choose, but they were. Um, I don't know. I think Oliver was the one that came up with the so, name. So yeah, actually a little bit into the details. Sebastian came to me one day after his crazy dream of this Asian American content group. And he said, Oliver, we're doing this. And I was like, whoa, hold your horses, you know, like let's put together a plan. <laughs> um, but I, I've always loved the term North Star. 
Sebastian and I, uh, growing up, our mom, um, she always, you know, explained to us growing up to follow our North Star. Mm -hmm. So putting together our mission statement and vision, Sebastian and I, we came together and we're like, oh, you know, what is the North Star of this group? And then it just so happened that it just clicked in my brain that it's just like, why don't we call the group North Star Boys? And after I told that to Sebastian, like Sebastian, he, he was like, you know, he, he just looked at me and was like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's how we came up with the name North Star Boys. Um, and yeah, it's history from I had there. To like, I had to check Instagram to see if the username was available. And TikTok. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, check for the domain everything. Yeah. It's available. We're doing it. We're going with it. <laughs> and then we're like, NSB. NSB is a cool term as well. NSB is cool. And then calling our stars stars. I, I fell in love with that idea because yeah. I don't want to be the one that people look up to as the star. Mm -hmm. um, going back to what I said earlier, we owe everything to our fan base, to our supporters, because without them, we wouldn't be here. So that's why we call them the stars. They are the superstars, to be honest. Mm -hmm. You know, well, we are a vessel of, you know, people that create content and, and we are passionate about it. But to be honest, without our superstars, we wouldn't be anywhere where we are now thank you for sharing that it's it's, it's crazy how just like uh when when you find like the one whether it be like a name or just like even like people you're going to onboard into like your team or group or whatever it's crazy how like your intuition how it's like right you you know like all right like i'm not sure about this but my intuition is saying just go for it just just, just trust yourself you know so man <laughs> i love that and it's and it's crazy how it's not like um, a unique thing, a unique thing that happens to like a small percentage of people. We all have this little ability to kind of like pick up on like I need to go down that road, you know. So I love it. <laughs> so, um, um, how do you guys like monetize your audience? Especially, yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's many ways to. Uh, there's there's um ads, mid-roll ads on videos. There are products that you can sell, and it's an interesting question because. Um, after doing social media for quite a while, we learned that, you know, people on social media are constantly fed bad products all the time. And it usually just um, is, a, is a product of, of hype and stuff like that. So, you know, whenever we started this project, we were like, okay, we really want to give people quality this time. And uh, we wanted to make sure that whenever we give anything to our public, you know, to the, to the public or our fans, we want to make sure that it's the best of the best, the best that we can possibly give. So there, yeah, there's many ways to monetize through social media. There's, there's music. I mean, there's, there's a ton. I think, I think in total, we probably have maybe 10, 15 revenue streams um, just coming in every day. So it's just about finding, finding different ways to monetize, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for uh, uh, saying that. And uh, is that through like, just like through TikTok? Is it like all on social media? Do you guys have like, just like um, uh, maybe like other things going for you? Could you uh, walk me Absolutely. in through that? Yeah, um, a new endeavor that is super, super fascinating to me and I'm incredibly fa passionate about it um, is a project that we've been working on for almost a year, almost a year we've been working on, but it just now got released to the public. It's called Muti. Um, Muti is something called a ghost kitchen. I'm not sure if you're familiar with. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yep. <laughs> but it is the first of its kind of boba, boba tea, mm -hmm. and it's called Muti because Mu is a Chinese word that stands for tree or wood. Mm -hmm. So the 
Um, the whole idea of is that a portion of our proceeds are going to be donated to a foundation that we partnered with called the One Tree Foundation. And every dollar that we donate is one tree planted. So during this moo tea, basically we partner with a bunch of restaurants that um, make boba tea. It could be a kitchen. And then, um, you know, we partner with them, give them the recipes and, and they start selling it. And fans um, across the world can order it through their online delivery apps, such as DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, um, Grubhub, whatever it is, whatever the cases that you use. Um, and it's very fascinating, you know? I think that's when you mix together a, um, a good idea for a business, mixed in with ways that it can help the environment. It's um, something that can spark a incredible passion because I just think about the amount of forests that we could be creating um, in the near future with so many trees that we plant and, and think about all the, the life and animals and, and bugs and, you know, life, like literally life that is going to be created through this stuff. So I just think it's amazing that uh, we can do good to the world through selling boba. Mm -hmm. I love it. And it's crazy because like once you get up to a certain like uh, level, you know, like views, money, like 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 whatever it is, it tends to like not um, sure, like having more of it. It's it's like cool, but like purpose is more meaningful, you know, kind of like having that like uh, uh, just like, I don't know, like helping out the environment, other people, you know, like that purpose. It just goes like it like you're just able to sleep better right now, you know, <laughs> purpose but having is every purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Purpose is incredibly important. It, it keeps driving people and it keeps uh, something going. So, you know, when you have a purpose, when you have your North Star, you know, then it, it creates um, it creates dedication, I think. So purpose is very important. And that brings me to my next question as far as like, and I know we kind of tapped on it like a little bit earlier, but uh, we're just going to dive a little bit deeper into, but like, how does like, uh, like everything you guys are doing now, how is that bringing fulfillment into your life as far as like, uh, people you're impacting could you share us like a, like a few stories maybe like from like your stars maybe like the, like like your team itself you guys it's yeah. absolutely incredible to hear stories from our supporters and fans and how we've impacted their life for the better and I think that really is what keeps me going is the community that we've built and the amount of people that wake up every day and feel purpose because of because of what we're doing and the community that we've we're building here. So um, there's been countless amount of encounters with people about saying that, you know, we inspired them and we're helping them with their life and, and all that good stuff just through what we're doing. So I think that's, you know, one of the biggest key components of of what we do is the is the people that we can impact positively. I would say that when you're giving back to the world and to communities, what you do becomes bigger than who you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's exactly what North Star boys have become. It's, it's much bigger than who I am as an individual. And I would say that it's even much bigger than who Sebastian and I are together. You know, what, what we do have has impact. And um, when you put that in perspective and, and you, you hear the things that the stars have to say when it comes to them, finding enjoyments and in, in just watching our content. And into Muti, being able to partner with One Tree Foundation and to give back to the world, it's, it's, uh, it's so much bigger than just one person. Mm -hmm. um, and that definitely continues to drive us and motivate us to continue to do what we do. I love it. 
I love it. I know that feeling feels because because like even with me, like my journey as well, everything's purpose based, you know, because like numbers say uh, they come and go by that purpose. I mean, I, that, it, it, it just like it fills all the voids everywhere. you know. So Absolutely. nice. So uh, do you guys have any exciting plans for the future? I know you guys um, released some music recently. Could you like dive a little bit deeper into that? Yes, uh, we just released our debut single called Sunshine. Um, it dropped a week ago. Um, actually, no, two weeks ago. And uh, the music video just dropped one week ago. And it's, it's doing amazing. The stars love it. Um, but a plan that's a goal and plan that I have for the near future is to release a debut album. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't have the dates as of right now, but I have the music. <laughs> um, well, one thing that we're all very passionate of in Northster Boys is music. And that's something that we uh, focus on every single day. Every night, I have uh, the, the boys actually, they knock on my door in my bedroom uh, to come hop on a couple of songs. Mm -hmm. um, so in the past year, starting Northster Boys, we've recorded over a hundred songs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I just got into producing music and engineering music two years ago. So I just surpassed 200 songs um, and I have it all on hard drives and whatnot. So it's, uh, it's just a, a little passion that I, I built two years ago that I never thought that I would have the opportunity to release to the world because it was more so just like a, a little passion project, you know? Um, but then through North Star Boys and NSB, I found an open door, a, an opportunity to be able to have an audience that is hungry for music. Um, so to be able to share this music with them is something that is unexpected, but it's something that is, uh, is truly a blessing. And um, I do not take that for granted, not at all. Uh, alongside that, um, we're, we're really excited to hopefully continue traveling the world um, to put together events and do shows with our, and meet all of our fans um, in person and just continue building this, this good community um, that we have. Um, we just came back from the Philippines in Manila and it was our first time outside the country for Oliver and I. Um, and it was just amazing to see the different cultures and see you know our stars in real life, people that have been supporting us for a very long time. And we're able to see them in person. It's, it really creates uh, such good energy around. So uh, something that really excites me is to hopefully continue traveling uh, across the world. There's no, uh, the sky's the limit, so. Um, yeah. excited to to continue doing that mm -hmm. yeah traveling outside the country it's it's a uh, it'll open your eyes you're like wow it's like a whole new world to explore. <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah were you gonna say something oliver yeah i was saying that uh, the world is our oysters is saying that <laughs> yep. uh, that we started saying about a year ago yep i love it and you know like you can pretty much do like you know like whatever uh man or woman can dream of man or woman can do it you know so yeah i'm a firm believer as far as like you like just gotta make the like you first gotta have that vision and purpose in place and after that just go out there and, and make it happen you know so yeah i love right. that um just to close things off i just got to uh, just kind of like some fun questions kind of like and on a little like loose note you know but like um if you guys could do it all over again what would you do differently hmm that's an interesting question. That is an interesting question. Nothing. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I would change anything. To be honest, I think that if we, let's say the war, something happened to this universe and we did go back, I, I think that things would be different for the worst, to be honest, because mm -hmm. um, one thing about Nordster Boys is that it's like puzzle pieces. 
everything in Northside Boys fell in place perfectly. And, it, and it's not exactly how we wanted it to go. Um, but one thing that I actually talked to Sebastian about, and I've realized um, about four or five months ago, um, and this is when uh, Northside Boys was uh, going through, you know, th through some, some times, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's, it wasn't in our plans that these things were happening in our lives and for North Star boys, but I was thinking like, you know, let's say for an example, an analogy that I like to think of is that you have a book, okay? Mm -hmm. This book is your life. And yes, you could be the author of your book, um, but many books have co-authors and they have multiple authors. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing that I've been thinking about in the past four or five months is that Yes, even though that we are an author of our book, we're not the only author of our book. I would say that God is the co-author as well of our book. And if we want in our book the, the things that only the words that we want in the book, then yes, it could be that way. But there's no room for the beauty to happen. You know, the unexpectedness, that, that little the craziness that you never expected to be in your life happen and um, you may even find yourself a couple months later saying, you know what, like, even though I never planned for that to happen, it turned out way better than my initial plan. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that's, that's also a beauty in Northster Boys is that, um, you know, God has got our back and he's, mm -hmm. he's co-writing our story along with us. You know, a lot of people are, um, they're, they're really hungry for the end destination. Mm -hmm. um, but something that I learned along the way is that you really have to enjoy the journey. So you ask, you know, what would you change in the past? The answer has to be nothing because everyone on this earth only has a certain amount of time to be on this earth. So everything <laughs> always happens for a reason. You got to go through it. You know, not every time is going to be good. Of course, you're going to go through struggles and hurdles that you have to jump over, but that's a whole part of everyone's story. Mm -hmm. So there's absolutely nothing I would change. And we're always going to continue to always try to do better and um, improve. I love those answers. And I love like uh, one, one quote I, uh, someone told me was uh, the key to a long life is uh, it's contrast. So like the contrast between like your worst days and your best days and that like that space in between, that's like the level of like happiness. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so yeah, so I love that. And and, and I'll, I'm gonna have to steal your, uh, that book analogy. I never heard that before. So I'm gonna have to <laughs> <laughs> steal it, but hey, I'll quote you back on it. <laughs> And then uh, my last question for you too is, uh, what is something you could do every day that makes you happy? Every day, every day, learn something new. Every day, learn something new. Uh, whether it's even if it's a little hobby or something, you know, I uh, you for I like to always be open minded to trying new things. Um, even if it's something as simple as playing tennis, you know, for the first time. Uh, so I think you know, exploring new things and just being open minded to new opportunities is. It's something that would, that keeps me happy every day and keeps me motivated and to keep going. Yeah, uh, for myself, it would definitely be music. Um, I find music so fascinating. You can have a terrible day, but then you can create the most beautiful song out of it. So, you know, I never get bored of creating music. And I think that that's going to be a part of my life for a really long time, to be honest. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love those answers. But uh, but hey, you know, that uh, no, like, thank you, Oliver, Sebastian, for coming on the uh, Finding Your Purpose podcast. It's like just like 
phenomenal. I mean, just like just like a whole bunch of gold nuggets. You know, <laughs> I enjoyed talking to you guys, and um, there may be a knock at your door like later today. Just saying, you know, just, yeah, just open it. Yeah, just saying, just open it. <laughs> Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for having us a part of your podcast. It's been a pleasure, and so you have wonderful questions. And uh, you, as a person as well as a, you seem to be a very smart person and a, as an individual, a very caring guy. So thank you again for having us on here. Thank you so much. I wish the I wish the most success for all your endeavors, and hopefully, uh, whoever is listening to this right now um, can go home learning something new or finding inspiration. So thank you for allowing this to happen. And I'll have their links down below in the description. Uh, just, just, just like the, all their socials, their music and all that stuff right there. But hey, guys, thank you for listening. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. See ya. Thank you. Much. Thank you. <laughs>